right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed your pressure points with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is my Python biceps, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 5, Episode 24, Yugoslavia's Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Breakup. I'm going to be talking about the Balkan Wars today, so strap in, get ready, and find us on Instagram and Twitter at Point So Pressure. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I love it that when you do the intro for one of your episodes, <laughs> they they know what they're getting into. They, it's outlined. Like, right now, you know what you're getting into, and if you don't want to hear about it, you can click away, but you're not going to uh, because you love us. Yeah. But when it's my episode, you just say, like, the title and then say, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, because I don't. And because you if I were to ask, ask you any questions, you would go, I'm not telling you. I could say, I could give you a... You could, but I know you Yeah, wouldn't. like like the last two episodes, <laughs> I could have ju- just told you it was about the, the big sad in, in Ukraine. So you got to start giving me the, oh, the I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a super basic and slightly off-topic way to explain it from here on out. Then. Okay, works for me. Yeah, we'll forget this by the next by yeah, next week. That sounds great. Just bitch about it on my next episode. Okay. <laughs> so, how was your week? It's already been a week. Yeah, it went by fast. So it we're did. we're getting close to finals. I got yeah. finals in like three weeks. Woo. I've got three clinicals in a week, starting on the first. Ay ay ay! Like the first, the fifth, I think, and the eighth, or something Fuck. like that. It's, it's fucked up. Ouchie wawa. Has a lot of paperwork. Hey, look at uh, it this way. It is going to be a lot easier to just record midweek if we need to. Yeah. Because yeah. Now that we you're have here. like finished kind of like the basement or my living area is we did so much fucking flooring this weekend. Oh yeah. My ass is sore. My knees are sore for the first time in a while. Like That's not true. Weeks. You got a promotion here just yeah, a couple weeks like ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. It's yeah. the last time they hurt this bad. But yeah. Uh it's good. My girlfriend lives here now. If you hear a little woof woof in the background, uh, the Pressure Points mascot. If I hear woof woof, is... I'm going to yell quiet on set. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Shut that bitch up. Whole family's here. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're here. You've done it. You're queer. We're ready to drink some beer. Perfect. Yeah. So I immediately said a word that starts with P. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, it's been a good week man yeah yeah well monday and tuesday were fucking awful i work was just shit yeah those two days but after that it was great i didn't have to deal with this one fucking trainer dude who was just like if this takes you longer than 10 minutes you need to ask for help and i was like fuck you i'll figure it out he's gone he went on vacation hopefully his plane crashes and I never have to hear from him yeah. again. Hopefully he pulls a Bobby Kennedy. D.B. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper. That's what I've yeah. got my fingers crossed on. Hope so. Um, but yeah, uh, past that, just getting everything set up. This next week is going to be a big one. So Yeah, i got a, a new desk coming. So I'm going to oh, be really? rearranging the whole fucking upstairs office where I work. Ooh. Are you getting uh, one of those uh, stand desks? The adjustable sit-stand desks? I'm too fat for that. 
Why? Because you don't have a Costco membership? Yeah. Because they have them for like $175. When are we going to go get our Costco membership? We need to get one soon. Yeah. I need to they change. They do delivery now. I need to change the address on my fucking ID. Yeah, you can do that just online. I know. I'm just lazy and forgetful. Online is the easiest. I'm busy. Yes, yeah, so so occupied. busy. I'm busy right now. Eight hours a day. When I when I type a week. when I type I have to speak out loud so everyone would find out your address. <laughs> oh yeah, and you use one finger yeah. at a time. No, but so. it's just the pinkies. The pinkies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one pinky. And I do it just like one. this backwards, so oh, that it's crossed. like the index finger, but it's pinkies. Yeah, with the ankle, ankle with the wrist, the the arm ankles crossed. Yeah, the wrist with handcuffs. Yeah. On. It's the only way I know how to type on yeah. a typewriter. It has I'm, to be on a typewriter. I have writer. uncomfortably strong pinkies because <laughs> they're of this. really strong. Yeah. My pinkies biceps are bigger than AJ's then, biceps. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. it's so, been busy, but it's been nice. Uh, yeah, I swear something else happened, but I, I guess not. AJ's you know? thinking about buying my brother's truck. I probably won't. Probably won't. He'll find Sorry. out. He'll find out on this episode. He talked to me about it yesterday. Sorry, I, like, I need I need something I more reliable because <laughs> I routinely drive out into the middle into like the desert, and I need something that can. No, you don't. No, yes, no, yes. you don't need anything reliable. You'd be fine. I you don't have the the password to the Patreon. You won't get a cent when I'm gone. Bitch, I fucking pull all of the money out of the Patreon and put. And it I have in. a dead man trigger that if I don't type in a password <laughs> yeah. for three consecutive days. It changes the password to an unguessable thing. Yeah, every password for everything. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, the podcast would cease to exist if you died, so it wouldn't. Yeah, it's not like any money would really be coming in anyway. But like, if you're lucky, one or two people would put their like paid with their mom's credit card, and they just forgot about it. You know what? You're gonna get mad at me for saying this, but I'm bummed that that dead guy. Isn't still a Patreon subscriber? <laughs> I know, I know. Rest just, in rib. We're just slowly clearing his bank account. No, they. No, they. His, his a month later. Down like not even a month. It, it yeah, was, it, we they charge for we the got next month. One for. Yeah, we got one after. We my got friend one died. alimony payment. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. I was like, I, w- I wonder what'll happen. Like, do they even know? Like. Like, yeah, like, do they even know that he has this charge? But it's okay. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) It worked. Yeah, they took it. We got one extra month after he died. (laughs) And then. the shittiest thing. It really is. It's like, thanks. Thanks a lot. His his last fucking. (laughs) Action. Last action was. Terrible. Good Lord. So, uh, speaking of dead people, I've got a. A non World War Two, non World nineteen nineties episode today. Damn. Yeah, it's weird to think that the nineties is now historical. Fuck, but don't. It's a we're don't. dipping our toes into history in the nineties, baby. History in the decade I was yeah. born in. Yeah. And the decade after you were born in. No, I was born in the nineties. Like ninety. You don't know. I'm not gonna dox myself. Hold on. Nah. Okay. So. Hold on. I got this. How old am I? I don't know. I don't really care. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm like early 90s. 45. Yeah. So like 80. You were born You were born in 1880. No, 1996. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> no, God, no. Um, but yeah, the 90s. Take a trip back. We're going back to colorful T-shirts. We're going back to when Kurt Cobain was still alive uh, and he didn't own a shotgun. Like 
It's Rugrats. This is early 1991, baby. This is some good old shit. Nigel Thornberry. Tony Hawk is at the top of his oh, game. Yeah. He's on the front of every Rage fucking Against magazine. the Machine hasn't broken up yet. Yeah, like System of a Down is coming together. They're like fucking popping out, shitting out the good 90s? songs. Yeah, baby. I only heard early, them in like early. the 2000s. I don't know. 9-11 hasn't happened yet. We still had more freedoms because, you know, we had Roe v. Wade and uh, the Patriot Act didn't exist yet. And uh, there's actually something in this that I'll talk about that um, it's different because of 9-11 now, how things are handled. Um, Ooh, foreshadowing. Like this, this is very, it's, it's, it's kind of a turn of the century episode with how things are handled people are terrified of y2k yeah it's late 90s and things are gonna get a little fucking crazy so uh the beginning of the downfall of america yeah not of america well Uh, it's the beginning of the downfall of yugoslavia and america (laughs) that's fair so um yugoslavia if you don't know what it is uh it's a type of area yeah no uh (laughs) the area that Yugoslavia was is now Bosnia and Herzegovina, Croatia, Macedonia, Montenegro, Serbia, and Slovenia. All of all six of these places. I know Bosnia and, and Herzegovina are one place. I know it sounds weird, but it's one place. Um, Don't question us. All all six of these places in like post World War Two were known as Yugoslavia from World War II until 1991. Um, now, Yugoslavia was it was kind of split up prior to World War II and World War One, but it started to come together a little bit more after because Germany occupied the Yugoslavia area. And so... Uh, they became a socialist state after Hell yeah. World War World War Two. Yeah, fantastic, and things went really, really well. It was a really diverse place, um, and I'll get into all of that a little bit later. But a guy by the name of President Tito, his first name was President. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so he he had come into leadership, and he kept things really calm for. How fucking angry the Serbians always were, and how like timid and easy to push around the Croatians were. It, as evidenced by Gavrilo Princip <laughs> in World War One, and with like with how much everybody hated Muslims, it is surprising how well Yugoslavia was run. Like it shouldn't have, it really shouldn't have lasted as long as it did. Um, and it went well. I just, uh, how, it, yeah, especially considering how much people hated Muslims in Yugoslavia. You got to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. We don't yeah. hate Muslims. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I thought, <laughs> I, I was trying that. to, I was trying to, I'm going to like, that it's you saying you hate Muslims. No, and I'm going to put that out on Honestly, the in all of this episode is just like how badly they get fucked over. Um, but the Serbians and the Muslims did not like one another. There was a lot of like, like behind the scenes hate um, that was going on that was really unfortunate and kind of came to a head later on. But in 1980, 
President Tito died. So no. for about 11 years, everyone's like, fuck my neighbor and fuck his neighbor. We want independence. And so everyone, all of these little areas at the time were kind of just starting to split off. They were starting to just draw little borders and say, oh, well, you know, we're a group of uh, Serbians and we live in Bosnia. So we're Bosnia, Serbia. And they were like, okay. And then there were areas occupied by Muslims and they were in Bosnia. And so they're like, oh, well, we're the Bosniaks. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a total mess. And there is a lot that I will very likely get wrong. And there is a lot that I will probably miss because of just how much of a clusterfuck this entire thing is. Yeah, it's it's a super complex topic, which is why I've stayed very far away from (laughs) it. It's really wild. I'm planning on talking about it in the future. There are a lot of different little things that have happened. Well, little big things that happened throughout the Balkan War, which is what this is also blank. It's a blanket term for this as well as the Yugoslavian War, the Balkan War, uh, the Yugoslavian genocide. Like there's there are a lot of really big terms that come with this. And it's like you said, it's a really fucking intimidating topic, because if you fuck up explaining a war, you've taken a side. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah. And, so well, there are some wars I'm okay with taking aside. I yeah, but this it's not one, not one that I cannot understand. Though. This like, one isn't one that like oh I'm I'm hesitant on taking aside. It's just there are so many small things that happen in between that it's like what the fuck. Like sometimes Croatia does something really shitty. Sometimes Serbia does something really shitty. It's war. It's hell. You, it's yeah, it's fuck. gonna be shitty no matter what. So bear with me on all of this. If I miss something, trust me, I will be getting back to this because now that I like have an understanding yeah. of it, it opens the door to like two or three episodes that I wanted to do previously, but I held back because I was like, I don't want to do a fucking, I don't want to do an episode explaining a war to people that nobody gives a shit about that they should give a shit about, you know? Yeah, 100%. Because um, it's kind of like it's not as hard to go over as like the palestinian jew situation and it's not as like you take this side or this side it's very obvious which side you go for but yeah just bear i'll, I'll just get into it so yeah. sorry um so tito dies in 1980 and um all of these yeah right <laughs> rest in peace god bless our tito um all of these nationalist groups start to emerge um and it's like I said, you've got just little small, like, like two mile blocks of people that are just like, oh, yeah, we're the Bosniaks. We're this. And it's causing further and further dissent, because when you start to break down an area into even smaller subgroups, you run into little rivalries within these subgroups. And this subgroup hates this one, even though they both used to get along great. It's just the people that used to live in this one are now able to show their dissent against Muslims like the Bosnian Serbians are now saying, well, you know, like we side with Serbia and fuck the 
the Bosniaks. And it's just, it's a clusterfuck after everything has gone so well for like 40, 50 years. So it's kind of like if every state in the United States was its own country. Kind of. You have Oklahomans going after fucking Nevadans for sure. Everybody would hate California. Yes and no. Um, Texas would just burn. Yeah, God, right. <laughs> Imagine if you took. Um, I'm oh, to and of... every state is a national, a nationalist group for a different religion. Imagine <laughs> if you took the United States. Yeah, God, really. If you took the U.S., you broke it into six different parts. Like we go, oh, the Northeast, the South, the fucking North Midwest, Texas, <laughs> uh, the Western Midwest, and California, and like the Pacific. Imagine you break it into that. And just think about the problems that would arise when New Mexico and Arizona identify with California and now they share a border with Texas. It's kind of the same thing where within, like, let's say Texas, you have what was a Muslim community that was under the complete cover of the United States is now... A Muslim community in the country that is now Texas. It is a very, very unsafe place for these Muslim families to reside because of how fucking angry Serbians immediately got. Yeah, they no longer have the protection of mm-hmm. everybody else yeah. in the group. Like Crazy. they don't, they don't have these protections from President Tito and from the government. It's now. Oh, well, Good now, luck. now you're under <laughs> kind of an independent rule of Serbia. So, oh, sorry. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I so, apologize. Sorry for, for interjecting. I no, 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 you're okay. It's a good way to kind of help, like, explain and break it down for everybody if you, you put it in relatable terms. And if you're not from the U.S. <laughs> and you're like, what the, what the fuck is a Texas? It's okay. <laughs> it's probably better that you don't know. It's 100% I wish I didn't know, know what a Texas was. 100%. <laughs> so, uh, in 1991, uh, let's see, Croatia and Slovenia were working on declaring independence. And in 1991, the Serbians just came out and said, hey, we're our own fucking place. We are Serbia. And it took up, like like a third of Yugoslavia from what I was seeing on maps. I could be totally wrong, but from what I saw... Now double down, you're 100% yeah, right. I'm 100% right. Uh, I might backtrack on a lot of these in the future, and I will apologize for like shit that I totally fucked up in this episode when I do future ones. Um, but Serbia takes up like a third of Yugoslavia, which is... It's big, That's a big for yeah. how, like, how densely populated the areas are. And... So Serbia has this huge spot, and Croatia is like, you know what? I think we might go independent. And Slovenia says, I think we might go independent. And Bosnia is like, fuck. Like, we aren't ready for this at all. Sorry. Now we need to. Yeah, they're like, we aren't prepared for this. We haven't really thought about it because there are so many subgroups in there. How the fuck are you going to get everybody together to say, hey, you know what? We want Bosnia to be independent when... Half of your people want to be a part of Serbia. Half want to be Croatian. Half want their own shit. Half are Muslim and just want out. And it's like, it's a total clusterfuck for Bosnia. And so Serbia says, you know what? 
I think all of Yugoslavia should be Serb Serbia. And Croatia says, whoa, we're working on our own independence. We aren't like you aren't over us. When Yugoslavia fell, we kind of were able you guys declared your independence and we didn't say shit. We declared independence and you guys suddenly think that this is fucking World War Three. And so Serbia starts occupying Croatia and they start killing thousands of people. Because what's the easiest way to move a border? I don't know. Ask fucking Russia. Is <laughs> yeah. blowing up buildings and killing innocent people. And it is fucking terrible that, like, that's someone's approach when a country falls apart. That it's like, hey, why don't we just fucking murder our neighbors? Well, yeah. If everyone's dead, then nobody's going to yeah. question where the border is. Exactly. Like, the border, the imaginary fucking line drawn mm -hmm. in the sand. So... Uh, it gets so bad over all of 1991. It goes on for a year, and the UN steps in, and they declare, hey, like there needs to be a ceasefire because things are getting fucking out of hand. Um, and the UN throughout all of this just fucking blows it. Of course they do. And it's like, they're like, oh, keep the peace. And they're like, and the Serbians and Croatians go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mind your business. It's not good. So, uh, back to Bosnia. They initially are just like, yeah, we're going to do our own thing. But these subgroups, these sub-Serbian groups that are in Bosnia start to say, you know what? We side with the, Ser with the Serbians. And the Muslims go, no, no, Bosnia doesn't, we don't support the Serbians. And uh, because Bosnia is kind of, like, Bosnia is pretty monumental. Like, imagine Bosnia is at the top, Croatia's in the middle and kind of, like, moves up, and then Serbia just covers, like, the bottom side. So Bosnia, if you get Bosnia and you're Serbia, Croatia's fucked. They're yeah. like they're completely surrounded. So, um, when the Bosnians or the Bosnian Serbians announce that they side with Serbia, Croatia is put in a really really rough spot because they're kind of on their own, and now they're starting to get surrounded. But the Muslims come out and say, "Well, if you guys don't fucking want us here." Croatia's on our side because we support them. And it just, it's a total fucking that is a clusterfuck. And, and Bosnia in 1992 ends up coming out and saying, you know what? We actually identify as independent because we're so split. So Serbia now has basically spies in Bosnia that Jesus. are trying to take out Muslims. It is, it's a mess. So... The majority of Serbians don't want independence because they want to be a part of Serbia. Muslims want independence so that they can fucking set a border and tell Serbians fuck off. And Croatia is just like, we'll help you, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're here. <laughs> so, so the leader of Serbia, um, Radovan Karadzic, Karadzic, Perfect. Perfect. That's know. exactly how it's pronounced. Karadzic. There we go. It's Karadzic. Uh, Karadzic? Yeah, Karadzic. 
Uh, he crabs itch. Yeah, crabs itch. Fuck this guy. Uh, he is known as the Beast of Bosnia. Ah, uh, yes. So, you asked if I did if I was going to do anything on Yugoslav- Yugoslavia or Balkans. or the Serbian War, or the Balkan War. I was going to do something on the Beast. Yeah, I of found. Bosnia. So he has a really really weird story, and I'm going to do an episode about it later because. The dude is just... It he's took them... Fucked. Yeah, he's he's a piece of shit, and it also took them forever to fucking find him. Um, but he comes out in, like, 1992, and he says, Croatians and any Bosnians that don't side with Serbia, uh, if you try to gain independence, we will fucking kill all of you. And That's people, the, the best way to, to build a, you yeah. know, a community and a government... Full of trust. Yeah, is to just threaten the fuck out of anybody that's Mm -hmm. not like you. So (laughs) he comes out and threatens the two countries that are like, yo, we just want to do our own thing. And he's like, fuck you. So a lot of these Serbians that are living in either Croatia or in Bosnia secede. Like, Fair enough. Groups of people are just like, hey, nope, we're not a part of this country anymore. And it just throws everything up in the air. At this point, local police are starting to join with the Serbs. Um, they're taking part in Croatian insurrections. And they actually took part in what was known as the Log Revolution. And this is where um, Serbians were putting up roadblocks in the streets to stop Croatian elections. So... Serbians living in Croatia, Croatians, literally, were going to forests nearby, cutting down trees and just fucking tipping them into the middle of the street. And people are like, I can't get out to vote. Like, I can't vote a Croatian in. Like, I can't vote someone that's non-Serbian in. And the Serbians are like, good. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, they're actually like, don't. They're knocking down these trees into the middle of the road, and fucking barricading and just setting up behind them with like guns. So if people even try to approach, they're fucking shooting at them, getting people to fuck off. People aren't able to go out and get the represent representatives that they want in office. It's fucked. Super and it's fucked. Terrifying because it's so close. Like. The U.S. is just so fucking close to all of this, man. Yeah, it's pretty damn We're like, we're fucking years away. If that. It is not good. So, around the same time that these uh, blockades are going on, um, Serbians are deploying paratroopers at, like, local Croatian airports, which is cutting off supplies, any kind of supply, and... It's inhibiting weapon distribution for Croatians. Like, it's cutting off any kind of supply line. It's bad fucking news. Croatia, like, because you're not going to send supplies somewhere if it's like, oh, yeah, that airport is uh, is covered with Serbian troops. Yeah. It's currently yeah. occupied. But I like to imagine that while there were some of the Serbian paratroopers were coming in, they would just get hit by a plane that was landing. Yeah, they landed in the jet. <laughs> just just one or two of them. Yeah, it had to happen. Um, there were public rallies that are being held um, in the really heavy Serbian populated areas. And it's just resisting the new government. They're like, fuck, fuck Croatia. Shouldn't be independent. Should be Serbia. 
and uh, it's getting so bad that Serbian politicians are starting to reject the Croatian Constitution amendments, which some of it I'm like, you know, I don't really blame them, but at the same time, it's like just fucking destroying Croatia at its core. Oh, yeah. And Croatia isn't even really totally a country yet. They're just yeah, trying like to like get their feet in wet. Its infancy. Yeah. So some of the amendments, though, and this is where I'm like, you know, I don't really blame them because it's fucked. Uh, one of the amendments was actually to remove uh, Serbian Cyrillic, which is their like language and text, Serbian language and text, from any government correspondence. Like, I get it. But I also really That's fucking still, don't. like culturally it's, racist. Yeah, you're yeah. you're closing off that culture, and you're taking it, and you're doing it to the Serbians what the Serbians are doing to the Muslims and Croatians. And it's just like it doesn't make it right at yeah. all. I get that you want to be independent. This isn't the right way to do it. Yeah, it's like because it's you're fighting fire with fire. Yeah, you're cutting off. You're, you're basically just reinforcing what all of the Serbians in your country believe. Yeah, you're just saying, oh, you guys are worried that we're going to push you out? Well, you can't fucking speak your language here. Yeah, here's, a, here's another modern-day parallel. It's like the church, in the church of Utah, uh, like already most people who are in the LGBTQT plus community are not members of the church. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they're outliers. Yeah, they're people. And then they are. come out and say, oh, if your parents are gay... You can't be baptized or yeah. whatever, and you're going to go to hell, causing a huge uproar and alienating the few people who were able to delude themselves into still, you know, being part of that church. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. There are Serbians that might have been in Croatia that were like, you know what? We don't want to be Serbian. We want Croatia to be its own country. Yeah. Like, we'll and then, support this. Yeah, and, and then, they and then come this out amendment and comes them. out and it says, hey, all, fuck all Serbians. And these these Serbians who initially were very independent and cool with it are like, you know what? Maybe Serbia's right. And this is kind of where I'm like, you know, up to this point, I'm like, you know, Serbia, they want it to grow. I get it. I guess like it's fucking war, whatever. You guys wanted your independence. You already had your land, though. You didn't need to come in and attack. And get more land. But Croatia's being a piece of shit and saying that you guys fucking suck, and they're trying to ostracize the Serbian people that currently live there. And it's, it's just like, what the mess. fuck? Yeah. It, it is a Not complete, handled well by either It is a side. complete fucking mess. So, uh, Serbia and Croatia are just shitting out prop propaganda at this point. Of course. Of course. Um, Serbia publishes that Croatia is trying to replace Cyrillic with Latin, which it actually counteracts and destroys Syria's national like symbol. I don't know how. Probably get into that in a future episode. But that's like, I mean, even just to say it, like you you say, oh, you know what? Uh fucking Mexico is trying to take away English from America. This would be like some stupid yeah. QAnon conspiracy shit. I am not being serious when I say this <laughs> QAnon. This is not actually happening. This is simply an example. 
So it would be Mexico says, hey, we're taking English. Like, you guys can't speak it in the United States anymore. And so people would shit themselves. And propaganda comes out and says, hey, we can no longer have things that say in God we trust because that's English. And it's just like. I mean, you know that the people who would be upset about this would be Oh, yeah, even though that. that was added in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. but it's yeah. so fucking stupid. But these people that are rooted in their ways in Serbia are like, oh, my God, we're like they're rooting out everything that like our entire culture. Yeah, there's, so, they're not leaving any space for any type of moderation. They're just creating two very distant extremes yeah and so serbia is just like croatia wants the devil to run the country like it's yeah, just yeah. like it's, it's getting basically worse and worse. the propaganda is creating QAnon on both sides mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's starting to further cause more and more and more dissent which it pops in like 1992 1993 um croatia starts putting their army together with the muslims because they've been threatened by uh, Karacic and Krabzic. Uh, yeah, and uh, the Bosnian Serbs team up with Bosnia and they move into Bosnia. Okay. And they move into Croatia. And one million Croatians are pulled out of their homes either because their home was shell bombed. Mass shell bombings are happening at this point. But if your home wasn't bombed and you're Croatian, then you're being pulled out and you're being put into concentration camps. In 1990. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You guys were created because of the end of World War II. And they go, you know what? Let's do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what well, the fuck? I, I was going to say, like, the whole Serbia wanting Croatian, wanting Croatian land is exactly like Hitler saying, I want Poland, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the just the parallels between that. Like those weren't that's one generation apart. If that like, yeah, dude, that the the fact that they can be so blind to the history or just not care about not, you know, yeah. about learning from the history. They probably went, oh, well, that worked pretty well just for letting them. it fucking happen all over again. Yeah. Crazy. Just, they go, well, th- we're not the Nazis. Because they are. There was actually one uh, propaganda that came out with um, Serbia that they were like, the Croatian flag is actually very indicative and similar to the Nazi symbol, which the Croatian flag was proposed to be like a white and red checkered format, which I think that's what it is now. Um, And for some reason, they were just like, it looks like a swastika. And... So Serbians were just locking in on that fucking propaganda. You're going to pull it up and you're like, it's a swastika, Jake. Um, yeah, so, I'm going yeah. to look it up. Right. <laughs> That's a swastika. Oh, fuck. No, no, not not at all. It's basically red, white, blue stripes, which they stole from us, America. Wow. <laughs> and and then like a, a shield. God, it's the 90s. Why didn't they That's use- That's red and white checkered. Why didn't they use like red and green and purple? And like, just make it pop and tie dye. They should have done tie dye. They nice. should have. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that looks nothing indicative. I yeah. Of Nazis like that. That's crazy. I love propaganda. No, it's so stupid. I absolutely love it. So this is the beginning of 
the mass genocide of Croatian and Muslim Croatians and Muslims. Um, it's getting to the point, obviously like I can't compare it to the last episode. Um, but there it's hitting points where like, I mean, this isn't covering all of Europe. This is like one, it's like three countries. Yeah. And no one's getting involved because they're like, <laughs> like we don't want to touch this with a dick. 10 foot pole. Yeah. Um, so at one point there were actually 260 men and young boys that were taken out into the forest by a man by the name of Goran Hatchich and, uh, Orin Hatch. Yeah. Orin Hatch. <laughs> it was, you heard it here. Orin Hatch led 260 men into the, into the woods. Um, fucked them all. They shot all of them, left them in a ravine and similar to what we talked about last week. They didn't bury them. A lot of these, they just, they just didn't fucking leave shit. them out, whatever. And this was occurring, like, every couple of weeks. I mean, it's like, like I said, they're pulling them out, putting them in concentration camps. They're going in, and they were doing ethnic raping in the street. Jesus. Literally just knocking doors, and if someone answered the door that wasn't Serbian... They would pull you into the street, sexually assault you, and then fucking kill you and leave your body in the street. This is the 90s. This is like 30 years ago. Bunch of the people that are listening were alive oh, yeah. while this was happening. Um, it, and this continues uh, to happen. Like, it is, it's fucking mind-blowing. There's a, an, another huge para parallel to the last episode was the Einzis Krupa. I'd love to do a full episode on the Einzis Krupa because it's really interesting and really complex. But, I mean, you know, the outline that I gave is good enough. But the thing that isn't reported a lot, especially when it comes to Nazis, is that it was a big thing that the Nazis never raped the Jews because they were below them. They were subhuman. Like, that's disgusting. No, they did. There are plenty oh, of first-hand accounts. There's that no way that they didn't. They, you know, like that that group that I was talking about, uh, Yahad and Unum, they have people who said, "Yeah, my sister was raped and murdered in front of me mm -hmm. by a Nazi, and we're yeah. Jewish." Like, I like, yeah, this was happening, but it it was never reported. Yeah, it was it was hidden from the lowest level. Like, you know, bef you know that that whole episode was about hiding their war crimes. They hid. The rapes way better because it started from the rapist Jesus. instead of from the commander. It's Crazy, it's so wild. the similar similarities. Yeah, I mean, but when you look at like the raping of Dan King, like mm -hmm. all of these things, it's when you go into the a community that's very yeah, that's that's different, and you're doing a fucking ethnic cleansing slash genocide. It is wild how eerily similar the entire process is oh, each yeah. time. So uh, the UN finds out about all of this and they go, "We're stepping in." They don't stop shit. No, they of course ba not. basically We're nothing. In. Yeah, they step Virtue in. Signaling. They make idiots of themselves. <laughs> like they put, uh, they put like a little mini army together to like facilitate oh, a it doesn't keeping group yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. yeah they put them together and it doesn't work out over a hundred thousand people are killed Jesus. that year 
and the UN just makes a fucking fool of themselves trying to keep peace without putting their foot down. Damn, who are they? The League of Nations? Jeez. Right. And so it, <laughs> it starts to come to a head. And in nineteen ninety in February nineteen ninety four, the Serbians drop a mortar shell. Uh, I think it's a hundred and twenty millimeter mortar shell, if you know that stuff. I don't know shit about it, but they drop it directly into a crowded marketplace in Croatia. And it kills sixty eight people and injures over 140. Six months later, they drop five more shells into a marketplace, killing 43 people and injuring 75. Yeah, so it wasn't an accident. They know what they're doing now. Yeah. They're, they're it takes, now terrorists. It takes it, well, they six were before, more months for NATO to get involved. Are you shitting me? I'm not kidding. God damn. NATO gets involved, and the UN... Uh, Tag along with them because they're like, oh, maybe, maybe these guys will help Yeah, at us least out. NATO has an army. Yeah, so they put together Operation Deliberate Risk, or, whoa, sorry, Operation Deliberate Force is what it's called. <laughs> Deliberate Risk. My, my guess is that the UN named it. Um, and <laughs> It's a pretty lame name, I gotta say. <laughs> so this was their attempt at kind of facilitating and running the skies, more or less, um, to prevent further bombings in like on UN troops and at-risk ethnicities in the area. So they put up no-fly zone mandates and everything that everyone's following for the most part. Um, and in 1995, uh, a few Serbian fighters fly into that area and NATO bombs them. NATO fucking destroys them. And this is the first time in NATO's history that they have had combat at this point nato has done nothing combat wise They're, they've been like the un in this ordeal mm -hmm. and they've just sat back mind you this is all pre-2000 this is all pre-9-11 yeah so a lot of it is like everyone kind of has guards pulled back a little bit commanders are a little bit more hesitant when it comes to killing people as terrible as it sounds 9-11 kind of set a precedent when it comes to war, and that was that the only way to create peace in war is with violence. Bomb the shit out of somebody who doesn't yeah. deserve and it. And it's fucking weird as hell mm -hmm. to read about this because the approach up to this point has just been, hey, stop. Let's have peace talks. Let's have, like, let's have little get-togethers. We'll figure this out. And someone responds with violence, and they just put their hands up and say, you know what? We can't solve it with peace? Then cool. So NATO steps in. They bomb a couple Serbian fighter jets. And Serbia goes, oh, fuck. And NATO, They're serious. NATO got their hands a little bit wet. So they go in and they bomb Syria. Or Serbia, not Syria. Oh, I was like, not what the Syria. Fuck? They go in and they fucking bomb Japan again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, no. they drop a fucking nuke on Nagasaki again. <laughs> Just to set a precedent. So they go in and they bomb Serbia. And up to this point, Serbia has been entirely on the offensive. They get bombed and it hits home and they're like, oh, fuck. Like, what the fuck have we been doing? So Serbia basically just sits on their hands. They like, go, oh, you know isn't what? it the, the consequences of my own actions? Yeah. They go, okay, well, you know, I guess we were wrong all along because somebody bigger 
came in and took care yeah. like put them in their place and they were like oh fuck it's terrible and i genuinely hate that it happened but because the un was doing such a piss poor job at setting a peaceful precedent serbia just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and so nato was like well the only way to solve this is to bomb them it's like fucking hell Jesus. i hate it i hate Trash. reading this shit because there's I don't know the better way. I'm not a diplomat. I don't know shit. But there's always a better way than fucking bombing innocent yeah, people. exactly. So luckily, Serbia says, you know what? Croatia, Muslims in Bosnia, whatever, you guys do your thing. And they sit back. Um, none of the countries come back together. No, like I said, not. it splits up into six different countries. Um, and... They kind of just, like, do their own fucking thing after this in 1995. Now, a U.N. tribunal comes together, and they're like, you know what? It's time we track down some fucking war criminals because, like, the people that did this, or the Serbians that were doing these war crimes, they're not, like, re it's not like these dudes are just... Adolf Hitler and his best buddies. Like, it's yeah, not no. Adolf and crew that's running this shit. These are, like, they weren't, regular they weren't, people. Um, this is, like, your next-door neighbor five years ago. They weren't sending newsreels to other countries to show how big their dicks were, like like the Nazis were. Like, it wasn't that propaganda. And it's weird watching some... Like, I saw a few clips where, like, Serbians are literally putting fucking Croatians and Muslims onto trucks. And just driving off, and you're like, "Holy shit!" That's the last time these people were seen, and it's on film. Crazy. And it's, it, I mean, yeah. it's fucking like color. It it was in the '90s. It's not like it's like, oh yeah, like a it's a lot harder ago. to to disassociate from it when you're like, "Holy shit!" This was going on when I was alive, dude. So, yeah, like, ugh. uh, like I said, UN gets everything set up to track down war criminals. Um. And NATO kind of takes over the whole operation. They're like, we'll, f we'll take care of it. We'll, we'll handle it. And the UN goes, okay, because if we handle it, we're just going to cause more problems, which is fucking true. Yeah. And at the same time, like I said with pre-9-11, if the UN gets more involved, at this point, they're not, they're not really like, the UN that you know today. And that's where it's it's really hard to kind of understand it because the UN back then, like I said, they're all just peaceful. Now it's like the UN will get together and with the US and go shit on some country. Well, yeah, nowadays it, it's like the UN kind of has, they have an in with NATO. Yeah. They have an in with the European Union. And it was because of this. They can say, NATO... oh, yeah, the UN doesn't have, you know, a standing army, but uh, we can also, you know, embargo the fuck out of you mm -hmm. with all of these other countries. Yeah. Like, they now have some type of power. to. And do they something. were a lot more hesitant to do it back then. So the UN is like, you know what, NATO, if you guys want to go crazy, go for it. You're now responsible for the bombing of Serbia. So, I mean, you guys are picked aside. So, 
NATO recruits special forces and diplomats from six different countries, not the six countries that we previously talked about, six just random fucking countries. Um, they get people from intel agencies, and the very first arrest that was made on one of the uh, Balkan war criminals was by a group of people that it was an American diplomat general, an American prosecutor, a British police officer, a Czech homicide detective, uh, and a, sp a Polish special forces unit. And made these guys the arrest. were. Oh, they made the the arrest. I yeah. thought. I I thought. No, 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 no. These weren't the war they, criminals. They were the war criminals. Like what? No, no, no. These are the guys My that bad. made the very first arrest. Now, NATO had not given permission to anyone to perform arrests. It was basically pick them up, and we'll investigate them, and then we'll arrest them if we figure out anything. And. So the way that they were doing this now, like you see it in movies all the time, is they would watch them at work. They would see the guy hop into his car. They would follow him to a red light. At the red light, three or four fucking cars would pull out in front of him. And he's like, oh, God, they jump out and rip him out of his car. At the time, this was fucking unheard of. It really? was like, yeah, it was just so it was such a new concept for people to see. Because it was just like such a strange special forces approach. And everyone that's popping out is from like all over the globe. And so they're just ripping like these people out of their cars. And it's not like these are people that are leaving congressional hearings or anything. These are dudes that are finishing shifts at like the local factory that you and your wife had dinner with two nights ago. These are just regular fucking guys. And they're war criminals. Yeah, and it's like, like what the fuck? Crazy. So it's discovered that a lot of the guys that came into power in Serbia um, and Bosnia and Croatia that were Serbian, um, they weren't really rich or elite, like I said. It's not like these guys were big politicians. They were just angry sons of bitches that knew how to use a weapon and were loud enough that people would follow them. And most of them were middle, lower class, but because they had all this fucking hate in their heart, they were able to to just speak to enough people that were Serbian that also had just the tiniest amount of hate. And it would just turn that into a fucking bonfire in these dudes' hearts, and they would have these little, like, they called them statelets, which are just like little mini militias of like 20 people. Oh, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, right? And then they would just start fucking murdering people in, yeah, they in their neighborhood. had free reign. Yeah. Hey, because, go do what we want you to do. Because like, whatever you want. Croatia shows up. Croatian troops show up. They're backed by the Serbian military. So it was just like it took... NATO like 13 years to find a the majority of these guys that did war crimes um and it it came out to be like 160 people damn yeah um so yeah that's that's my breakdown of the Balkan war well i was i i you know when i was looking up the flag i i saw a blurb and i followed it 
and it kind of makes sense how it was handled. You know, put people in trucks, send them to a concentration camp. It makes sense because during World War II, they were occupied by the Axis powers. They were yeah. occupied by Germany. They had concentration camps. Yep. Everybody involved in this war would have seen or would have been a part of that occupation where they saw how effective it was to round up everybody, put them on trucks, and send them to concentration camps. Like, they were able it to was, see <laughs> the efficacy of it. Was it was basically just a B-movie version of a fucking World War II. Yeah, and, like... <laughs> it's bad. They they were also able to see, at the end of the war, you know, a lot of the people who were related to the Axis powers were fleeing Yugoslavia. They get to Austria, which was Allied occupied at this time, and the Allies say, I don't accept your surrender figure it out you can't come in so they have to go back and then you know 80,000 people God end up dying damn. from death marches and yeah they were Nazis or fascist Italians like they were the losing side they were the bad guys so it's going to be you know not popular for me to say this but you know maybe they shouldn't have been death marched <laughs> and sent to concentration camps like yeah it, it's a it's a rough situation because you know they lost they're the bad guys we're the good guys but I mean, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like there, there's a good chance most of these people weren't part of the Holocaust. They were just in, I mean, how much fighting happened in Yugoslavia during World War II? Like, as far as yeah. I know, not that much. I have until, no until idea. The end. Like, I can't imagine very much because Germany occupied, and I'm sure that Yugoslavia just kind of was like, okay, like, yeah, they, they Yugoslavia were much at the time. Like, at the it time, was, yeah. It was like three different countries it was broken down i don't i didn't yeah but it, it, it was it was yeah, occupied the whole time the entire much. area of yugoslavia was occupied yeah yeah and so when germany left they were like ah oh, fuck whatever we'll just all be one yeah and then and then all the people came back and then were <laughs> a death marched oh my god, god. so it, it makes more sense that those are the tactics that they chose yeah because those are the tactics that they saw. They just copied and pasted what their their dads did. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's really what it is. Like they they're like, oh, dad, I need help. You know, I'm part of this thing, and we're <laughs> fucking those guys over. You know how I would handle this. The best kid. thing that happened to yeah. the United States is we weren't occupied by the Nazis. Jesus. Unfortunately, we still had concentration camps, but yeah, you know. But we don't talk about that. We don't talk about in, those in the, or the, in the U.S. In, sorry, the internment yeah, camps. Internment. They were just working. Yeah, in no, the POW camps Jesus. where every farmer got free slaves. God damn, dude. Ugh. Fuck that. But, but yeah. Uh, crazy. So lots, of, lots of parallels. I yeah. see it. The Balkan War. It's your new obsession. Yeah. I I was... <laughs> yeah, there there are quite a few genocides in that area at that time period. Um, Just so everyone's aware, like I said, my next few episodes will be about things that happened during the Balkan War. I'll go more in detail with like each little thing but it won't be like like i'll clarify or fix anything that needs to be amended on this episode so bear with me and but that's the only now time. you know now you fucking know about the yugoslavian war yeah as before how croatia this gained independence fucking enormous wikipedia page that you would just hit back and search something else to yeah. avoid reading it now you know it and you're better off for knowing it yeah that you know what you're better off Every time you listen to one of our episodes, yeah, every and time. every time, like even if you've already heard it, you're better off listening to it yeah. again and again yeah. and, and again. Telling all of your friends about it. Oh, okay. So there, you know, we're 
wrapping up, so this is where I do my spiel. There, I, I found out this thing about Overcast, which, I don't know, I think half of our yeah, listeners come from lot. Overcast. Yeah. They have a thing in that app where you can, like, hit a little star next to your favorite episode or something. And if enough people hit those stars, they suggest, like, oh. you know, those ones show up higher in search results. So, you know, if you're if you're feeling like you really like this episode or anytime you're listening, Any you're like, episode, oh, that's a good your episode. favorite episode, you should just go back and hit stars. You should just go hit that, hit the little star. I have no idea where it is because yeah. I, I don't, don't listen, listen to, to podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. I used to, yeah. but... um. You know, if, if take a second out of your day if you want to yeah. support us and it click the little star. Greatly appreciate. It'd be really cool if if we like started trending on there or something. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just found out the other day. Huh? Sick. Because I was looking at ads again. Yeah, just <laughs> go like, through and star uh, all of our episodes. Every is single what we're episode. To get at. Yeah. If you listen on Overcast, star all of our stuff. If you listen on anything <laughs> else, I'm sure they have a similar situation. And if you listen on Overcast, get another phone. Download Overcast. <laughs> yeah. And, and create a new account and start us. Have headphones, but one in each ear, and then synchronize them together. Oh, um, God. Cold call your neighbors yeah. and suggest this to them. Um, so, you know, thanks to everybody. Let's see. I'm going to move my microphone. Oh, uh, one thing we forgot to do last week. Huge, huge thank you to Thomas for helping us out and getting these microphones. We thanked Patreon subscribers. But thank you, Thomas, specifically. You're like our fucking like number one investor. You're, you're the Mac Daddy. God, yeah, dude. You're our pimp. Come back out here. We'll we'll. I'll have an ID yeah, this time. I, I live next to the studio now, so you can visit both of us. Yeah, and um, we'll get turned. But yeah, thank you so much, COVID-y. dude. Go, go uh, ahead. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. okay. So the Patreon, patreoncom forward slash points of pressure. You get a bonus episode every month. Depending on the tier, you get, like, stickers and shirts and mugs and shit. We've already got one up, and it is a fun little episode. It's a great episode. episode. Yeah, check it um, out. What else do you get? You know, just little side projects as they show up. A deep um, look at the studio. Yeah. Uh, before I lived in it. Yeah, before very he different. fucking ruined it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> There's a box of outlets <laughs> On here. Yeah, which was in my fucking living area for like two and a half, three Well, months. we needed them because we were wiring your living area, so. Don't need them anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, you, you get all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff. And, you know, it's just that good feeling inside of yeah. supporting two fat boys. Yeah, feeding us. <laughs> if you have a feeder gainer kink. <laughs> by all means. By all means, Subscribe please. on Patreon. And if you send a message that says, specifically, you have to use my monthly donation on this type of food, we'll we will do it. do it. Yeah, I'll eat it on air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be worse than when I roll joints. It will be. <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you to the board. Of course, we have Nordic Thunder, Toddle Waddle, and Mini D. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you. You know, they, they call all the shots, so if you don't like this episode, it's because of them. Yeah, blame those guys. <laughs> um, any new changes? Any new changes? Them. If you yeah. don't like it, it's them. If you do like it, it's from us. Yeah, if, if you do like it, then we'll rearrange how many votes their votes count for. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, Abby, AJ's third nut, Haley, Lindo, Casey McFacey, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Lara Ravo. Thank you guys so much for, you know, literally allowing us to still yeah. talk about 
horrible genocides Fuck yeah, for dude. almost three years yeah, or whatever. Yeah, on three years. Started in 2019. Crazy. September 9th, 2019. If only we had started two days later. Shit. We'll celebrate <laughs> it on the 11th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, as always... If you have any show suggestions, episode ideas, books, movies, music, whatever you want to suggest, or if you just need somebody to talk to, by all means, reach out on Twitter and Instagram at Points O Pressure, and we will catch you guys next week.